Welcome. I'm Lynn, and I'm the host of this brand new podcast. My goal here is to help educate women in middle age about the changes going on in our bodies in our 40s and 50s, and how to best prepare for the decades ahead with fitness. I'm a mother of three teenagers, aged 15, 17, and 19. So I have a boy, a girl, and a boy. And I have started the empty nesting journey as my oldest has moved out last summer. So a little bit about me. I'm a mother of three teenagers. My youngest is a 15-year-old boy. Then I have a 17-year-old daughter. And finally, a 19-year-old son. My oldest has already moved out. So I'm experiencing the pain of empty nesting here little by little and really starting to realize how short this time is that we have with our kids. My parents are both alive and getting older. So aging is definitely on my radar as I watch them and how they have changed over time. They live far away from me. So I see them twice a year. So there's always this long gap, and that's when you really start to notice kind of how people change, right, if you haven't seen them for a while. My dad's now 81, and my mom is 76, and I have to say, I'm starting to really worry about them and how long they'll be okay on their own. So these kinds of issues are in my head all the time, and one of the reasons why I am so passionate about helping women to increase their fitness so that you are not only in good shape now in midlife, but also for the years ahead. So I am 51 years old and I went through menopause really early uh, in my mid forties. I actually don't know the exact date because I was so clueless about menopause. I didn't realize I needed to be tracking my period so that I would know when it happened, right? So, but I estimate it was around the age of 45 or 46. I went through menopause like completely in the dark. I had all the symptoms I realized later, <laughs> like way later. And it was really one of the hardest times in my entire life. So one of the things I do want to bring in my content is raise awareness of menopause and perimenopause among women in their 30s, 40s, 50s, because it's amazing. You know, once you know about it, you think, oh yeah, this is all really obvious, but it's talked about way, way, way too little. And it does relate to fitness because it's one of the areas where we notice that, hmm, the things that were working in our 20s aren't suddenly working anymore and our bodies are not behaving the same way. And it means that there are great ways to adjust our fitness and fitness practices to really be more in sync with what's going on with our bodies in midlife. So I've always been really into fitness and that's probably thanks to my father. And he would come home from work every day, probably around six or seven and change into his running gear and go for a run. And he was somebody who always supported my sports. I played field hockey, lacrosse and soccer back in high school. And my dad was like our lone cheerleader there in the bleachers whenever he was in town uh, during one of our games. So the whole team knew Mr. Setterloth and um, yeah, he was great. 
And then I also was a horseback rider when I was younger and he would take me to the barn at six o'clock on Sunday mornings. He had a lot to do with encouraging my sports without pushing me. And I think that was a really, really nice way of doing things. So I actually grew up in Washington, D.C. and went to high school there. And like I said, played sports from ninth grade on. And then I went to college up in New Hampshire at Dartmouth. And there I played women's lacrosse and in their division one team. And actually it's in college where I started first lifting weights. I cannot remember why I was so interested in lifting weights at that point. I can remember so well the first week of college So I met my roommate, Jen. She was playing on Dartmouth's varsity basketball team. And uh, and she had already been on campus for a couple of weeks because they had like pre-season or something going on there. And I remember asking her like, hey, you know, do you know how to use the weight room? She's like, yeah, yeah, I've been using weight room for years. So she took me down there and they actually had it set up in a super user-friendly way. And I wish more gyms had this kind of setup. And so what they had was they had all the machines in a circle and you would go around it counterclockwise. And when you had gone through the whole circuit, you had actually done a full body workout. So she showed me how to use each of the machines She got me a card, so I started tracking from day one, you know, what is my weight, how many reps did I do, and uh, and she taught me that, okay, you start by doing, let's say, eight reps, and then once you get up to 15, then you raise your weight a little, and again, like, work your way up, and so she taught me progressive overload without ever telling me that I was learning progressive overload, so that was really cool. So that was actually a really good induction to the weight room. And then, of course, uh, for lacrosse, we did get a strength coach. But that was more about uh, he he picked specific exercises that we needed to do to enhance lacrosse. So we had exercises that helped us with sprinting, so power exercises. And also because in lacrosse, you're using your arms a lot and you've got your arms up high. We had some some upper body exercises as well. But I think our program was like maybe five different exercises from our strength trainer. And then otherwise I continued to like do this circuit, you know, all through college. Anyway, (laughs) After college, I was really into working out still, weight training at least three times a week and running three times a week, really until I had kids. And after that, when the kids were small, it kind of changed, right? And I live in Finland nowadays. (laughs) Yeah, I'll tell that story sometime. But uh, yeah, I've I've been living in Finland since uh, 1998. I came here for a year and met my now ex-husband and had three kids with him. And so I'm kind of stuck. I won't be moving away from here. But um, but in any case, when I had my kids, then I was home for many, many years. So in Finland, they have an amazing, amazing uh, system of maternity leave. So you get at least nine months of maternity leave, and then you can take parental leave for up to three years. And there's quite good financial support for that. So so I took advantage of that and I was home. 
But of course, that meant that my kids were not in daycare. I had somebody home with me. So going to the weight room was not an option. But luckily, we had a treadmill at home. So whenever I put the kids down for a nap, I'd be like hopping on the treadmill. But at that point, my working out really, really shifted far more to cardio. And I think that was a big mistake now in hindsight. Uh, I wish I had kept on weight training when the kids were small. It would have been <laughs> super easy, you know, get some dumbbells and, and work out at home or at least do push-ups and all kinds of body weight stuff that you can do easily at home. When all the kids were in school, I did join a nearby gym and I started group fitness classes. They were really much more centered around cardio. And at that point, I was kind of like, ah, been doing this, you know, weight room thing for so many years. I'm kind of bored of it. And and this is way more fun. I've always been super into dancing and moving to music. So so group fitness was like, oh, it felt great. You know, I, I could be like dancing there every day. But what I didn't understand is that those group fitness classes really are not enough to build or maintain muscles. So even though I was doing, you know, pump classes, and I mean, not just doing them, not just going through the motions, but oh my God, pushing myself, I was dying, you know, sweating, all that. But it really wasn't helping me increase uh, my strength or muscles over those years. So I lost a lot, a lot of years where I really wish that I had been working harder on maintaining and building my muscles. I mean, just an example of that is that after I finally stopped going to the pump classes and started going to the weight room, you know, I had been working out in the pump classes doing bicep curls with five kilo weights for years, like years. Okay. And it didn't go up from that. And yeah, I was looking fine, you know, but there was like no progress going on. And when I moved to the weight room and started lifting consistently, it was not long before my weight started going up and up to like 10 kilos, which is what I'm working at now. So that is a a huge, huge, huge difference between this kind of, you know, group fitness class exercising with weights versus really doing something systematically in the weight room. So it was actually not until a few years into menopause that I really noticed the changes in the in my body. I mean, it felt like it just happened overnight that all of a sudden this toned body that I had turned into this like smushy, mushy thing. And, you know, one of the things I always loved was brushing my teeth in the evenings, you know, so I'd be there like in my nightie, which is usually a tank top. And uh, I could see my shoulder muscles, my biceps, you know, as I'm brushing my teeth and I'd be like, yay, you know, I look toned and firm. Then I'm looking in the mirror and like, oh, uh, what what has happened to me? All of a sudden, I'm looking like, like not like nothing, totally untoned, and um, realized that what I'd been doing just wasn't cutting it anymore. And at that point, I was divorced, single woman, and you know the dating scene nowadays, or you know those of you who are divorced, 
it is super, super focused on outward appearance. So of course, you know, this kind of feeling that, oh my God, I am starting to like decline was not something that I wanted to see. And I really panicked. And (laughs) well, when I really panic, I start digging deep. Now, I was a a biochemistry major back in college. And so I have a really long background of like science and research and, and methodologies and testing and all this kind of thing. So I really studied what the heck was going on and what is it that muscles really need and and why am I suddenly looking like this? And uh, and I learned so much. I mean, I thought I knew about fitness, right? Because I had been actively fit and doing fitness stuff all my life, but I had never studied it and I really was clueless in the end. I used to think that fitness meant cardio And actually, cardio is just one part of that. And, you know, so many things have changed now. And I've totally revamped how I do my fitness to really focus on weight training. And also, I do take care of my heart health, and it is in excellent shape. I have had it tested, so I can say that with confidence. But now I really understand how important important muscle is not only for our fitness, but also for the rest of our lives, for having quality of life. So that was kind of a long intro to me, but my um, goal with this podcast is really, really to help women in midlife to understand what's going on with your bodies and what kinds of things you can do to keep yourself fit and healthy and looking great and feeling great. And aside from this podcast, I am offering coaching services because I do really want to help women to put these things into practice. So I offer one-on-one coaching, and then I have an online course, which really goes through all the things and gets you started on the weight room. And, you know, I'm sure I will develop other offerings as we go along. But if you are interested in getting started, then of course, you know, do not hesitate to reach out. So yeah, so that was a little bit of an intro about me and my journey and what I'm here to help with. And I really endeavor to help women and hopefully inspire women to really get started taking care of their bodies because we only have this one body and we are going to live long lives. And I think that all of us can agree that we want the end of our lives to be really excellent, amazing time when we can spend it with our grandkids or traveling or with our partners, friends, you know, enjoying life and not feeling limited by our physical bodies. So that's it for today. And I'll talk to you next time.